I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head, a safe place to hide a hurting heart, a gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. I am sitting here in my big, comfortable black leather papa chair in my living room with a left arm full of flu. I haven't been feeling great, so I went to the doctor. Doctor sent me for a blood test, because that's what they do. If you don't feel good, they send you for a blood test, right? But this time, when they were sure they got all the blood out of my arm, they injected a gallon or so of the flu into the arm. He said, uh, we do that to keep you from getting the flu. I don't know, maybe he figures all the germs and stuff are, are in your blood, you know, so they take all the blood out of you to make you well. Then they figure if they put the flu shot in your arm, when you don't have any blood in there, the flu can't get into your blood because there isn't any. So the flu goo that they put in your empty arm won't make you sick. I don't know. Actually, the blood test really isn't that bad. At least, at least the blood test is private. You know, they take you into little rooms painted red to hide the mistakes. Then they stick a needle about the size of the Holland Tunnel into a vein and they start the pump. It's not comfortable, but you know, at least it's private. Not like the urine test. Urine test requires that you uh, go into the men's room and you make your deposit there. And then you come out and you walk past the waiting room where there are three nuns, a Hooters girl a guy who keeps complaining about the three bullet holes in his leg, a five-year-old who wants to know what you have in that little cup, kid in a football uniform with something that looks suspiciously like a bone sticking up out of the left arm of his jersey, and your main client's human resources vice president. I think there is only one reason that we do this. It's because we want to be healthy so we can look young until we die, which is not easy because none of us want to die young. makes you wonder whether the guy in the sky who's running all of this is paying any attention. I don't mean any disrespect for God, because I got trouble enough, you know, but is this the way you would have made the world? I mean, if it were up to you instead of up to God. I mean, God made a creature, all right? And he says, okay, now you've got to eat some other creature in order to stay alive. And that goes all the way down the line. Everything that's alive has to sneak up on something else that's alive but is a little weaker or slower and pounce on it and eat it to stay alive. And then our scientists in the white lab coats say, hey, us humans, we're the top of the food chain. We're the guys nobody else gets to eat. They obviously don't know anything about mosquitoes. And what's with this flu bug? What, is, what, what does he eat? I think maybe we've ticked God off. Maybe that's the problem. Probably because we don't even pay enough attention to him to give him a name. Think about it. God is not a name. God is a job description. In the old days, people paid enough attention to the guy in the sky to give him or, or give her names. I mean, you had Zeus, you had Thor, you had Athena. They were all gods, but they had names. Maybe we should start a drive to find an appropriate name for our God, and he wouldn't get so ticked off at us. Dick wouldn't be a bad start. Well, think about that. Big Dick, no. 
lacks a certain amount of <clears throat> majesty, I guess. How about the bopper? Nah, it's too hip. There are times, like when my lady Wonder Winch got hurt, when I thought the trickster would be kind of appropriate, but I guess that's not respectful enough. Some people seem to think of God as a kind of a puppeteer, you know, just pulling on our strings. But for me, he's more like a ventriloquist, because sometimes I can't help myself. I've just got to talk back. Maybe that's why he sent me mosquitoes and the flu. Dick's Details, a bunch of totally unimportant stuff for you to stuff in one ear so you can squeeze the important stuff that's keeping you awake at night out the other ear and you can nod off comfortably to sleep. Green Bay, Wisconsin calls itself the toilet paper capital of the world. Guess things get pretty quiet up there after the football season. An average of two Americans a year die from excess flatulence, which is called going out with a bang. Here's one for you to figure out. What is the only letter in the alphabet with a name that has two syllables? I'll give you the answer a little bit later on. Dick's Details. They take your mind off your mind. I hope you don't get the wrong idea. I have no intention of being disrespectful to God or to the people who know and love him. The idea of an almighty being is just, just too big for me to understand. Big Louie, his own bad self, the chief mustard cutter of the Louie Louie generation, has been trying to explain it to me. Louie says, God is more powerful than mom and dad combined. I don't know about you, but that's, that's a pretty heavy-duty idea to me. I just try to spend my life taking care of the people I love, and I try to figure out what I really want to do when I grow up before I get too old to do it. I've had some really great jobs in my life. And I have successfully avoided some really bad ones, like becoming president of the United States, which I think has a lot in common with being a hockey goalie. See, you make one mistake and this big red light starts flashing and a horn blasts your eardrums inside out and a billion people holler, boo, you know? But on the other hand, I do believe that if you're the kind of guy who likes to keep score, you should bust a gut to win. And if you don't win, well, I think it was Big Louie. Always, anyway, somebody said, failure isn't permanent and, and neither is success. So I figure I want to live my life to the full extent of the law. And there is no law against being annoying, which maybe is why I decided to become a disc jockey all of those years ago. There's a story in the Bedtime Stories personal audio CD that's kind of a souvenir from the disc jockey days. Actually, the disc jockey nights. A friend of mine recorded that story from uh, my show in New York one night when my lady Wonder Wench was in Massachusetts. Oh, those years ago. The story is called, I Miss You.
Sometimes it seems like it was only yesterday that you come to some absolutely, positively right conclusion that the situation is not going to work. You may as well get out while the getting out is good. And sometimes in the middle of a night, you just sit there and you keep listening for a smile. In the middle of the night, there's no light. There's no light outside, and there's no light inside. So you can't see a smile. Maybe if you listen closely enough, you can hear it. <laughs> Almost seems like a silly concept, but if you've been through it, if you've been through it too, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I miss you. I miss lying on newly green May warm grass with you and licking strawberry ice cream from our fingers because we forgot to bring spoons. I miss you waking up afraid in thunderstorms. Your smile under closed eyes when your hand sneaks into mine. I miss the natural scent of you between clean sheets and finding strands of your hair curled into question marks on my sleeve as if you were still there asking do you love me I miss the little things that you could do for yourself opening jars and killing spiders for you I miss the clenching and caressing of making love with you. The way you smile when we read poetry together. There was a time when you made me feel that you breathe because I wanted you to. There was a time I believed in yesterday. But I miss you too much for that. yesterday never comes again. That was a long time ago, and it will never happen again. It's called I Miss You. It's from the Bedtime Stories personal audio CD. If you like it, you can just keep this podcast. Or if you want a fresh copy, just go to DickSummer.com. Download it from the Bedtime Stories icon on the homepage. Whoops, before I forget. The one letter in the alphabet that has a name that's more than one syllable is W. W. Kind of weird thinking about the fact that I have an arm full of flu goo where once I had some blood. Of course, lots of people probably had a needle in the arm and a, and a shot of flu goo today. So if you're in that condition too, let me leave you with one comforting thought. Every time lots of us get a flu shot, there is a voodoo doll somewhere out there having a really bad day.
Okay. Time to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths. Come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.